Hey everyone, Susan Finch here, your host today for Rooted in Revenue. And today is tip day, and I'm welcoming Deb Calvert, and she's the president of People First Productivity Solutions. Welcome, Deb. Susan, Deb. thank you so much. It's, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Well, I'm so glad that you wanted to be on the show because I know you have tips. And I love one of your mantras, and it was in one of your recent posts on LinkedIn, stop selling and start leading. And that mindset alone can change everything. Absolutely. Yes, that's a, a title of a new book that's coming up. It is um, a movement, really, uh, to replace those old stereotypical icky sales behaviors with behaviors more often associated with leadership because we did some buyer research that absolutely unequivocally proves but that's what buyers want us to do. They do. I mean, that's why they're coming to us. They want us to lead them down the path to the best solution to the answers if because if they knew it all they could just check a box and buy something you got it <laughs> yes well so since we're our topic here is generating revenue that to me those two things tie together really well and what does generating revenue look like for people first productivity solutions well you know we are primarily a referral-driven business. I, I've been very blessed since the beginning 12 years ago to have satisfied clients who, who bring me back and they recommend me to others. However, I've been in sales my entire career, so I know that you can't be complacent when it comes to keeping the funnel filled. And that's why I have, despite all those great referrals, I have um, both inbound and outbound strategies for generating revenue. And I, th I think of those as, um, as investments in the future health and, and the sustained growth of, of People First Productivity Solutions. So I'll tell you just a little bit about both of those. I'm not sure everybody is familiar with those terms even, but um, our inbound strategy, we've got that in place to draw prospects in through webinars, um, quizzes, blogs, articles, speaking engagements, podcast appearances, and, and contributions to other people's content too. And that strategy for me, I, I really like it because it aligns with my own uh, personal interest in continually collaborating so I can learn from others and also share what I've learned. So to do all of that, I, I employ a digital marketing agency and, and they oversee the content and those inbound strategies. And then our outbound strategy is typically more focused on, on very specific initiatives. So for example, um, Let's say I bring on a new trainer, and now I'm better able to serve a particular industry. So then I'll just prospect through good old-fashioned cold calling, which in my opinion is still the most effective way to get in front of people you want to partner with. And then our trainers, they also do some of their own networking and prospecting for direct sales in the industries they come from. And I've often thought um, about outsourcing this, but the truth is, I like selling and I like the opportunity. You know, I like to keep my skills honed and, and to try out new tools and techniques. So it's so great to hear. I, I love hearing people say, I love selling. I want to sell. I like selling. I'm good at selling. I, to keep it on that positive. Yeah, you know, it's hard making time for it when you're a business owner and trainer and instructional designer and doing stuff that I'm doing. But when I'm not doing it, I, I actually miss it. So um, it's, it's always going to be part of what I do. Oh, that's great. So what is one of the key services or product that you offer that is the most successful at generating revenue? 
Well, we do customize our products by industry, and that gives us a, a chance to generate a lot more revenue from any product. So, for example, our workshop that comes from my, my first book, it's called Discover Questions, Get You Connected. And that's a sales training course. It is different, though, for each industry that we serve. Uh, there's a, a different version for media companies, different one for tech companies, ag companies, insurance, um, mortgage banking, and so on. And, and that generates the most gross revenue because it has the most dedicated trainers that we, we've got people from inside all these different industries who sell the program and then they train it. So it's very scalable that way. Uh, we also offer a supervisory skills training program. That one's called Workplace Conversations. It's available in English and Spanish language. That one's quite popular. And then uh, team effectiveness workshops, executive coaching and consulting to build leadership development programs, all those sorts of things round out our, our list of the top revenue producers. I like the, the first one that you mentioned, though, where it's the, the adopters that then train others to use it. Yes. And that comes down to advocates. Absolutely. You know, I, I'm, I'm just this one person and I have a background in, in media and I've worked in ag, I've worked in tech a little bit, but I don't have that expertise and I'd much rather have someone from inside that, that, that industry. They, they know how to sell, they know how to train and I work with them to teach them to train and they know the industry. So they've got the lingo and they can help me customize the materials. It makes it so much more relevant. People don't have to use some generic program and then figure out how it fits them. We, we build it to fit them. I like that. And that is so many people say, oh, I can just do it here because they teach you how to do it. So, but they don't teach you how to do it for you, for your company. Right. I'm in the process right now of writing um, real estate agent training manual for another client. And you know, he said, well, you know, they have all these training things out there already. That's free, Susan. You know, why do I need this one for my agents? I said, because your procedures, your requirements, your goals, your mission, who who this, your company is, is unique. Yes. Absolutely. And unless they understand that and begin to see it visually in the materials and everything that's given to them as this full package of what they are a part of, it's hard to have ownership. Otherwise you're just getting some tips and you know, random tips and you get a few things here and a few things there, but there's nothing to tell the story of how it all fits into what you're currently doing. Totally agree. You know, they, there are all those statistics. They're, they're actually quite sad. Those statistics out there about how little sales training is actually adopted and how much money is wasted on sales training. And I know that at least some of the reason why sales training isn't adopted is that it's too much work. People have to figure out how to integrate it into what they do as opposed to being given something that's ready-made for them to go out and start using right away. Right. And it's a hard game of catch up for smaller companies too, when they're starting and they say, we want to grow, we want to grow, we want to add people. But if these pieces aren't in place, they're playing a lot of catch up and undoing bad habits too. Yes. Agreed. So, so let's get to the tip. If you were to give our audience a tip, something that you've learned to generate revenue or an aha moment or some story that would illustrate a better way of doing it, to help them generate revenue, what would it be? Well, given what we've been talking about, I, I guess I'll share this one. A um, little bit embarrassing though, but, but this is an aha moment that I seem to be experiencing over and over again. And I really don't know why I forget this in between the ahas, especially since this is my field of expertise. 
but the discovery that I make every few months is this. I am really, really good at selling. And when I want to sell something, I do. Right? But the anticipation of, of selling, the anticipation actually of hearing the word no, even for me, sometimes keeps me from picking up the phone and doing the work of selling. And that's, that's nuts. I know it is because I'm successful when I do the work of selling. And I always feel gratified by that work. And it always generates revenue. And like I was telling you a moment ago, there are times when I yearn for the, the good old days when selling is all I did, day in and day out. I do miss that. And I miss it most when I catch myself thinking that I, I might not make a sale. I mean, there's absolutely no foundation for that lack of confidence. And, and I think, you know, I guess the reason I really wanted to share this one is because I, I also see this with a lot of business owners and, and sales professionals too. We all just need to remind ourselves that, that it's the work that yields the results. So if we just get that reality check on the fact that we can sell, then I think we will sell. Seems so logical. I know, easy to say right now, right? <laughs> I know that fear too. When, you know, even, even approaching my existing clients or dormant clients to yeah. try and get them excited about something I'm excited about. The, the word no. But I, no, have to, I have to remember that when I do that, it might give them an aha moment that not for me, but oh my gosh, so somebody else could use that. I agree. You're right. I mean, well, you have to keep in mind that we are helping people. That does make it easier to, to make that call. It, it does. I, I'm grateful for the products or the services that, we, you know, that we're selling. I would hate to be in some industry or business. I, I don't know how people do it when they can't get behind the product with their whole being. When they, I, they don't feel confident, when they know they're trying to sneak, cheat, weasel, whatever it is, and it's not in the client's or the prospect's best interest. That would be a miserable existence. I agree. I had a job like that once and I lasted three days and I just, I could not go back. It was, I lasted three weeks. It was oh. a health club when I was 16 having to tell people, oh, you won a two-week membership from this random call. Hmm. And you feel inauthentic. Yeah. I, yeah, just a little bit. I was good at it. I got them in the door, but it did not feel good. No, no. Life's too short. Yep. So currently, though, what is, tell me, I mean, is the book the new thing you want to tell us about so we can get people over there and pre-ordering, or is there something you want to share with us? Oh, yes, the book. So um, it is about to be released. It's um, Stop Selling and Start Leading. The release date is March 5, but pre-sales are really important. So I encourage people to go and, and take advantage of the fact that you save about $8 on the cover price when a book is, is available in pre-sale. And this one is available on all the major book retailers. I'm super passionate about the research that we did and the groundbreaking discoveries that we made that I, I think will revolutionize the sales space. And the book, actually, I, I should say it really is more of a movement. Uh, it's called Stop Selling and Start Leading. So I was, I was really fortunate. Uh, in this project, I had two co-authors, Jim Kuzis and Barry Posner. And those names are probably familiar to a lot of people because they are two of the world's leading thought leaders. They're, they're authorities and, and researchers in the field of leadership. Because I got to work with them, I learned so much. And I had a chance to, to stretch myself and to try new things and to create something, this, this book, this body of work known as Stop Selling and Start Leading, that I think is truly meaningful for the world of selling. Uh, it's based on buyer research. 
We know what it is that buyers want sellers to do. And that means that it's a behavioral blueprint for sellers based on buyer preferences. So it's uh, on all the major book retailers, Stop Selling and Start Leading. And that's our website as well, www.stopsellingstartleading.com. And um, Susan, I'm, I'm currently booking speaking engagements and workshops for sales organizations that want to get in early on the sales movement. So thanks for letting me tell everybody about it. Deb, I appreciate and I'm so excited for the book. I can't wait to read it. And I know I will have my highlighter out and be learning some things because I still like to hold those books. I can't wait to watch the growth and the success from this. Thank you for being a guest and for giving us your tips. Well, thank you so much. I love what you're doing here on Rooted in Revenue. Thank you. Never miss an episode. Check out rootedinrevenue.com and subscribe on the site to get weekly updates of when new episodes come out. Or find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. We want to be where you are, so go subscribe. We'll get you all the information you need to do your best with marketing of events and your online presence.